Welcome to another edition of Run Talk SA, hosted by Mr. Active, David Katz, where we chat everything to do with running from a South African perspective. Don't forget, you can be in touch too. Just search for Run Talk SA on social media. Welcome to this week's edition of Run Talk SA. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, and it is Tuesday the 15th of December, which means for a lot of people, leave starts now. And we go off festive season, a lot of people going away from home or staying at home. And for two to three weeks, it's overconsumption. It's too much food. It's too much drink. And if you're a runner and you've got goals in the beginning of next year or even looking at uh, further on, could that two to three weeks hamper uh, what is going to happen in the start of next year? So I've pulled Ian Craig, who's been on the podcast before, back onto the show. And Ian, thanks for joining us again. You're very welcome, David. Well, Ian, straight up, uh, just to hit you with that, two to three weeks, people generally aren't eating what they normally would at home. You are overindulging, especially around for people to celebrate Christmas, this Christmas period. What impact can that have on one's body and your ability uh, sort of, or, and, uh, or, sorry, I'm losing my track of thought there, but what can it just basically, what impact can that have on your body? Can you do damage in two to three weeks? Long-term damage, no, but you can detour your path a bit uh, if you've got some com- competitive goals in, in the new year. Um, if, for example, on the 15th of December, you hang up your running shoes and just party for three weeks solid and eat lots of rubbish food and overindulge in alcohol, yes, it's going to detour your path quite significant, significantly. Not long term, you know, you can pull it back fairly quickly, but it's obviously going to slow down your, uh, your, you know, achieving your goals. But um, there's various ways of achieving moderation that you can continue running, maybe in a lesser format, um, and you can moderate the, the consumptions during the festive period. So I can certainly give you some ideas around that. Well, balance as throughout the year seems to be the key there and turning down and running less. We all know that's not a bad idea. Having that little bit of a break and, yes. and diet, you know, to, to move away a little bit from it. We all are going to at some point in the festive season indulge a little bit too much. But as you said, it's, it's more about balance and, and just being aware of it. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite principles in nutrition is the 80-20 rule. So on a normal basis, if you can establish what the right kind of nutrition is for your body, 80% of the time really work to that. What you'll find is uh, when you have the relaxed periods, say a Friday evening or a Sunday braai or something, your, your tastes will gradually improve towards the 80% of the time when you are eating well. And when you're in that 20% period, you actually start eating better anyway. So during the festive period, you might not achieve 80-20, but you might achieve 70-30 or 75-25. So keep that in mind. Um, And another thing to remember is, say, for example, we have three main meals per day. That means in a week, we're having 21 main meals. If you're having, you know, two big celebrations in a week, for example, that it's only two out of 21 main meals. So if you think about it that way, you can you can still enjoy it, but then actually move into, you know, back to normal the very next meal. 
Well, yeah, and I love that you mentioned the eighty twenty rule because I've always sort of loved that and thought that that was such a brilliant thing when it comes to diet. And as you said, that could change slightly. What happens to someone if they do, if we sort of start overindulging, maybe you put on two to three, maybe you somehow land up putting on five kilos in three weeks. And also from a sort of cellular level, are there any uh, adaptations that take, I know you said not long-term, but short-term, that it could land up taking you a month to get back to your normal shape? Yeah, I mean, there's. I'll, I'll cover the weight issue first. It's very individual. Some people can overindulge and they'll put on half a kilo and it's, you know, not a big deal at all. Other people, I've known people to have weight fluctuations of three to five kilos over a weekend. So they're the type of people who are more insulinemic, we, we call that. Um, the kind of people that Tim Noakes essentially talks about, um, who put on weight very, very easily if you're eating the wrong kind of thing. So yes, in a three-week period, um, five kilos would be quite easy. Those kind of people sh- lose it easily as well. So, But if you turn about a three-week to gain and then a three-week to lose, six weeks out of your running programs, uh, quite significant. Um, so from a weight perspective, yeah, the, the balancing, the 80-20 rule, the get back into good eating the, the day after uh, in, indulgence is important. Um, but from a cellular level, yeah, you can actually start messing around with insulin metabolism, which can affect your blood sugar regulation, which can affect your energy. And that to me is a more important thing for running. Uh, you need your energy, your get up and go, your mojo, whatever you want to call it, to get out of there and do some uh, decent training. So you, you can blunt that for sure. Um, you can affect your sleeping patterns as well with insulin dysregulation, which is a major one for recovery. So just during the time when you're pulling back on the running a bit to recover from a intensive period, then you're affecting your sleep negatively. Um, but also detoxification. This is a really, really important area within health. Um, some people detox really well and it's not such a big issue. Other people not so well. But detoxification, number one, is a very energetic process as well. So you can really negatively affect your energy flux by eating too much of the wrong things or drinking too much of the wrong things. Um, but also for some people that can push them a little bit closer towards a, a disease type pattern. Again, Three weeks, you can repair anything from three weeks, but it can deviate you. So, yeah, have your indulgence, but then, you know, wake up the next morning and get back to what you know is healthy eating for you. And from a comrade's runner perspective, is it not maybe a a good thing almost that December comes, you're eating a little bit more, you sort of putting on a bit more weight because you've got a lot of mileage to come in the start of the next year. You've got a lot of training to do. And, you know, it's going to force you to almost, when you are doing that, you are running less, you're having a bit of break. So from a comrade's perspective, maybe not a bad thing, the festive period? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The the comrades, you have to fill in so much mileage um, over several months to actually do a good comrades. You need a break at some point. And for me, a- any runner who's doing intensive hard training, unless you've got a marathon, say, at the end of January, I would be saying, okay, just pull back in the Christmas period a little bit and uh, enjoy the recuperation. But 
again, don't suddenly flip into, you know, consuming everything for three weeks. Um, if you gain two, three kilos, it's very, very minor in the, in the big sense of things, because as soon as you're back into the, the rhythm of regular, reasonably high volume running in January, it, it will fall away quite quickly. So yeah, I've got no problem with that. Um, it's just, as I say, focus on the quality and the balance within that period, and um, it will affect you less, especially at the cellular level, as we talked about. Well, Ian, it's the season to be jolly. Alcohol is generally consumed more over something like the festive season. Of course, uh, small amounts, always better. Issues come when you drink too much. But in terms of looking at the different beverages and sort of calories for people who don't want to be, you know, looking at alcohol to put on big weight over the festive series, what is your option? I mean, obviously with mixes, if people are drinking something like brandy, generally it's coming with Coke. Mm. We know that's an issue. But in terms of beer, wine, whiskey, what should people be drinking if they're trying to keep sort of calorie low? Okay, my my strap line when it comes to alcohol is spend double and drink half. So in other words, get the good stuff that you really enjoy and then you can savor it a bit more. Uh, so it's not quite being a connoisseur, like, oh, yes, I can uh, taste the the um, summer pastures in my wine. But it's actually enjoying the wine and sl- slowing down a little bit. Um, so good quality, number one. Uh, and that applies to wine, beer. Uh, beer, you've got all the craft beers now. So there's no excuse for drinking rubbish beer. Um, whiskies. Well, um, I come from Scotland, so uh, I know one or two things about that. Go for a good single malt and enjoy it. A little bit of uh, water to soften it, swirl it around, and you'll get a good taste. So you don't need to, if it's cheap whiskey, yeah, that's when it gets mixed with Coke. Expensive whiskey, you wouldn't dare add Coke to it. Um, But yeah, Coke, if I was to choose personally whether I was to drink a beer or a Coke for for health, uh, I would choose the beer every time. So think very carefully about your mixers. So as as I've said, with spirits, yeah, try and keep them clear. Maybe try and err more towards an orange juice or something um, or cranberry juice. Uh, Use your imagination. But uh, yeah, go easy on the mixers for sure because... The amount of sugar, and I can't remember the figures off the top of my head, but the amount of sugar in, you know, say half a liter of Coke is just uh, phenomenal. So when you start knocking back the brandies and Cokes, they they do add up. Um, So, yeah, it's it's an awareness thing again. And just really try and get the taste buds changing to something that is is ultimately nice. And before we let you go, if there was one thing you could tell a runner coming into and out of the festive season, if they hoping to get back, start straight away, getting everything in check, what would be the one thing from a sort of a diet and a nutritional point of view that you'd want them to hold in their head over the festive season? Good question. Um, Keep your base principles, okay? And it's the same as training. Understand what kind of runner you are and therefore what kind of training is most going to support you through that six month build up period to a prep, to a competition. Same with nutrition. So we've got the, 
uh, aspect of high carbs, low carbs, high fat, low fat. We all fit into different categories in terms of how we metabolize foods, but we'll all have a sense uh, of, okay, yeah, I actually do better in a slightly higher fat consumption or it's more of a mixed Mediterranean or actually I need to err more towards a vegan or vegetarian approach. So you know your base principles, hold them through that period um, even yes, you're deviating in single meals uh, from that, but just keep coming back to them. Um, and sorry, one one other aspect of that is keep the freshness. Um, and something that um, is so so important is uh, keep as much as possible homemade, so you know where it's coming from, and you can trust the ingredients that go into whatever you're eating. So, yeah, th- those would be a good guideline to keep coming back to. Oh, I love the freshness comment. Yeah, I mean, that is so important. Fresh is, is always going to be good to get the fruit and veg in. Uh, you're getting so much more than just the freshness, all the extra nutrients and vitamins. Ian, last thing, I believe quite a big 2016 for you coming up. Uh, you've got some big things on the horizon next year? Yeah, we, um, we myself and my, my wife, wrote a book um, over the last two winters, so was able to uh, pull some time aside. Um, so the book's now written. It's been published um, and released next April, and it's going to be called Wholesome Nutrition. And it's all about trying to um, educate people who want to be educated about good quality nutrition. What are the basic principles, uh, you know, understanding fats and carbohydrates and reviewing a few popular diets. It's not a one-size-fits-all diet like many others. It's just trying to help you with the information that where you can weave through all the misinformation that's out there on nutrition. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It will be out in April. Oh, sounds fantastic. We'll definitely do so. Ian Craig, thanks for your time again. Have a fantastic festive season and new year. And from myself, David Katz, Mr. Active, thanks for joining us today on Run Talk SA. Thanks for listening to this week's Run Talk SA. We love hearing from you, so check us out on social media. Just search for Run Talk SA or email podcast at runtalksa.co.za. You can also advertise your race on our platform. Just go to runtalksa.co.za forward slash race to find out more.